Welcome Queen, my name is Ezra and I am the host of She Is Ezra, the podcast. In this podcast, I am bringing to you all things spirituality, personal development, love and business. From the bottom of my heart to yours, I thank you for taking this journey with me today. Let's dive in. I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land and pay my deepest respects to their elders past, present and emerging. I acknowledge that this is and will always be sacred dark and young land. Hello, my loves. I hope that you have had a wonderful week so far. I hope that you are living your life on the highest vibration. But if you're feeling a little under the weather, just know that this is completely normal. And I'd like to remind you as well that life is a cycle and the good will swing right back around in no time. I must also say though that I've been feeling a little overwhelmed and a little bit off this past week and I find it really hard to stay consistent when I'm feeling this way. For example, with my creative flow, creating content for my business, coming up with new ideas. Um, Not only that, but university is actually starting up again next week and I feel like I'm only just starting to get on top of all my work. But I keep reminding myself that this is my last year and I can be free in no time at all. I've always felt that university has been a bit of a dark cloud lingering over my head. And the fact that at this point in my life, I have no intention to practice as a lawyer can be even more demotivating. You know, I'm thinking to myself, why am I doing this? You know, working a 60-hour week as a lawyer is not in alignment with the life that I want to live. But whenever I'm feeling this way, I just remind myself that no education is ever a waste. Even if I never use my degrees, I also remind myself that I have learned so many valuable things that have helped me with business and also being at university and studying law um, and even doing arts which is you know humanitarian subjects has really helped helped me to think more critically so I'm so grateful for that and I find when I reframe my current situation in that way it helps me to keep chipping away Speaking of chipping away, I am loving this podcast journey and I want to thank everyone who has come forward and shared with me. By writing into me, it enables me to have a direction with each podcast episode while also allowing me to serve the women of this world. So please keep writing in. I want to hear from you. Now, this week we have a short and sweet submission that has been written in to me from one of the gorgeous goddesses who follows me on Instagram. Um, Even though it is short and sweet, I think it's a really great one because it gives me the opportunity to take a few different angles in my response. So the written submission is as follows. I don't know if the love is there in my relationship anymore. Okay, so before I begin, I would like to reaffirm to everyone that I am not a psychologist or a relationship expert, and therefore, therefore, I will never give advice 
as if I am one. What I will do though is talk from my own experience of love. Now, just to remind you as well, I do have some qualifications, but they are mostly in the alternative medicine world. So like hypnotherapy, timeline therapy, NLP, um, also law of attraction, life coaching as well. So I do have a little bit of I guess, awareness when it comes to people and relationships. I have also been through five breakups since I was 17. And I have also experienced a few letdowns in between. You know, people I was seeing or hoped to be in a relationship with. Now, this is a bit of a trigger warning. I'm not going to be going into any kind of detail, but when I do talk about my relationships, some of them have been domestic violent uh, ones other and other kinds of abuse. So um, I really just want you to be aware. I will always put a little trigger warning in the description, but I'll always remind you on the podcast as well, if there is one. I have dated people who have been addicted to drugs and that is everything from marijuana through to ice. Um, most of the time I have been blissfully unaware of those addictions at the time. Um, I have also dated people with mental health issues. Now I have met, I have mental health issues or had mental health issues. So, you know, it's something that I've had to work through as well. Um, I have dated people with severe trauma. I have dated cheaters. I have... So a lot of my experiences haven't been that positive, but buried in the negative, there have been some happy and nice moments. Now, it sounds super depressing when I say it all like that. However, I spent a year alone after the last breakup, worked on myself, and now have attracted a very lovely man into my life who I have a very healthy relationship with. And he is just so lovely and I'm so grateful. Anyway, I am looking forward to unpacking many of my experiences as I go along throughout this podcast. But uh, back to this episode, I think for someone i.e. me, who is 24, I've experienced a lot in relationships and being someone who has a strong emotional awareness, I think that I'm in a place to share my experiences, insights and perspectives, which I know will inspire other women to ask the same questions that I have asked in the past. So to start off today, I would like to note that there are so many different ways that I could respond to this question. You know, well, not question, but, you know, the idea that you, you're you not sure if there's love in your relationship. And as I always say, if you were to ask someone else, like other coaches, psychologists, family members, whoever, for guidance and insights around this... Uh, you will get many different answers. So this is just, I guess, one way that I would answer this question. So if you are still curious about this kind of thing, I'm sure there are many other people that you could ask. Now, due to the scope of this question, I have decided to take a narrow ap approach and imagine that the goddess who has written this submission is wondering if 
she still loves her partner. Now note that the what was written in was I don't know if the love is there. Um, that kind of implies that it could be from both angles. However, I can't speak for someone else. So I will just, I guess, share my experience based on my own thoughts and feelings. So I would like to take you back to a time now where I was crying on the floor in my boyfriend's bedroom. Now, I'm not going to give specific dates because I want to protect his identity. And also, even to this day, I still feel guilty about having felt this way in our relationship uh, and for most of our relationship, actually. So there I was sitting on the floor attempting to do my makeup before work and I was uncontrollably sobbing and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how I was feeling. I just had this like sickness inside of me that I was just so distressed and everything just felt so wrong and I really was just struggling to be in that relationship and there was this level of knowing inside of me that we weren't right for each other but I so wanted to be in love with him I don't know about you guys but there is no worse feeling than being in a relationship and not being in love with the other person or at least knowing that they're not for you I don't know like I was cheated on in my in the relationship before that and I remember how that felt but I would take being cheated on over being the one to have to hurt someone else or you know to have to muster up that courage to break up with someone and since that relationship I have left other relationships where um, they weren't right for me but there is no no worse feeling especially when you do really care about that person and I just could not understand why I felt this way and I wanted to just feel like how I did when we first got together like why couldn't I just love him and I was so frustrated and angry at myself for I guess feeling these negative feelings towards him and just not wanting to be in that relationship and I can remember trying to do my eyeliner over my puffy bloodshot eyes and I remember thinking to myself Katie just pull it together please you have to go to work like stop this he wasn't home by the way um I was by myself at his place um anyway I imagine I uh, I managed to get myself in the car and I instinctively rang one of my sisters. So both of my sisters are older and they're from my dad's first marriage. So they're my half sisters and we have about 20 odd years between us. Um, and I've always known that I can call them whenever I've really needed advice. So I told her how I was crying, even though she could definitely hear me. Um, I don't, I told her I didn't know why I was crying or why I felt so much resistance in the relationship. I felt so much despair. And as I said, the guilt was so deep in my stomach because I just did actually want to love him. And I almost felt betrayed by myself. Like, why can't you love him, Katie? So also compared to the relationship I had before him, he was really lovely and he actually felt very safe to me. So my sister calmed me down and then she said to me something that I will never forget. She said, Katie, let it happen organically. 
if you try and force or control your feelings, then it will end up being so much more painful. Allow yourself to feel authentically. Oh my gosh. And suddenly I was calmer and I felt better. Now, despite that, I just thought I'd share that because it's helped me so much just with everything in life. I'm such a control freak. I need to know. I need. I always want to know. I, I have this attachment to needing to have certainty when it comes to love. But now I just really focus on letting things flow, letting it happen organically, not trying to force, just being in the moment. So I just wanted to share that. But I did stay in that relationship when I shouldn't have because I started to actually lose weight and the anxiety I felt was so overwhelming that I often just could not eat properly. Like I would sit at the dinner table and I across from him and I would just, I, it was just so overwhelming. It was horrible. And I just, I hope I never feel that way again. Um, but I guess it was just my body letting me know that he wasn't right for me. Um, and I really, as I said, I just didn't have the courage to break up with him. And it certainly didn't help that the boyfriend I had before him used to threaten me with taking his life when I tried to break up with him. So that relationship was just, oh my goodness, it was terrible. <laughs> it was really bad, that first relationship. And um, one day I will feel comfortable uh, talking about some things that happened in that relationship. But yeah, I just never wanted to break up with him because I was just scared that you know, I would be threatened again. Um, and that's the worst feeling in the world, um, being held in a relationship and being threatened like that anyway. So with this current relationship where I was crying on the floor, trying to do my eyeliner, ringing my sister, what ended up happening was that he actually ended up not only being unfaithful to me, but breaking up with me. And to be honest, that destroyed me. Uh, and I think that a lot of the pain I was experiencing when I reflect on it was definitely ego. I think that I was like, how dare he? I was so angry that I had stayed with him regardless of how I felt. And there was also a lot about him that was not compatible with me at all that I overlooked. So I think a really big lesson that I learned in that was to never stay in a relationship with someone else because, well, what for? You just end up hurting that person and getting hurt anyway. So before I launch into some thought-provoking questions that have helped me since discern how I'm feeling, I really want to encourage anyone who is listening to this to be brave and make the right decision for you. As seen in my experience, when I made a decision for someone else, it not only had, it not only ate me alive, like quite literally on the insides, like I felt like my body was digesting itself, it was horrible, but my emotional absence in the relationship was probably one of the reasons he ended up being unfaithful. Now, what I have learned in my life is that humans need to be loved, and if they aren't being loved, they will search for it elsewhere. Now, I've been cheated on more times than I would like to admit by more than one person. And it is a terrible feeling. Um, and I would never, ever condone cheating. But I do believe that there are some instances if 
and it's hard to say, it's hard to say this, but I think if you're not a hundred percent in a relationship, if you know you don't actually like that person, then you know, if they're not strong enough or if you're not strong enough to leave, they're not strong enough to have the conversation with you about it, then there's bound to be they're bound it's it's their natural instinct to actually search somewhere else for that love and i was in the wrong i knew i was in denial but i did know that i didn't want to be in that relationship anymore and i'm not excusing what he did that's his karma that's on him but from my perspective I will never be in a relationship again and waste someone's time like that because that's what it is. You're wasting that. If you know that you're unhappy, that that person isn't for you and you stay in that relationship, I truly believe that you're wasting that person's time. You're wasting their opportunity to find you know, someone else. And I've had people say to me, oh, but I don't want him to have anyone else. Well, that's not... If you really love someone, if you really care for someone you will release them and wish them on their way, wish them every happiness and allow them to find that because every deserve, every human deserves to be happy. I believe that. And if you're, if you're holding someone back from finding their happiness out of fear, ego, um, possessiveness, then I, I'm just going to call it. That's wrong. I think it's wrong. Um, Anyway, back to what I was saying, but here are some questions that will help you to discern if you do see a future with that person and if you do actually love them. Now, there is a lot of relationship advice that you can get from other people, as I said before, but these are some questions which I think are going to be really, really helpful if you were like me, crying on the floor, not sure if you love him. And what I said before, by the way, like when you're trying to work out how you feel, um, of course, you know, um, you might just be overthinking as I overthink everything and you might actually really love that person still. But when you know, when you actually find out the answer and you're like okay no I don't see a future with this person then you should leave because as I said before you're doing yourself and them a disservice by staying where you're not meant to be so for these questions some of these questions are going to be ones that you have never thought about before so I would highly recommend to get a journal and write it all out in front of you journaling is something that I always encourage with my clients to get everything out of their head and out everything out of their head in front of them. I don't know about you, but I am an overthinker. I have these crazy thoughts racing around in my head all the time. And I feel so um, much release when I write everything down and I can make sense of what's going on in my head. But for the purposes of these questions, answering them, I might actually... Um, I might actually include these in the description so that um, if you want to do this as a journaling exercise, you can. So the first question is, when I kiss my partner, 
what do I feel? And I don't mean just like a peck, but I mean actually taking a moment, establishing a level of intimacy, really feeling into that person's energy and okay, what do I feel here? And really just sense like you might think, oh, I really do actually love this person. It's just been little things that have been annoying me lately. I actually really do deeply love this person. Or you might think, oh, um, yeah, no, <laughs> I don't really, I'm not really feeling this. Or you might think, oh, well, it's up to you what you think. Like, not up to you, but it will tell you, like this will give you a really good indication of how you are truly feeling. Another one is when I see my partner, what do I feel? You know, and if you've been together for a long time, obviously you're not going to have that bursting excitement that you had when you first got together. But, you know, do you feel warm? Do you feel safe? Like really lean into yourself and reflect on what you're feeling when you see them. And if you're feeling annoyed, why? Write down why. What annoys you? Or if you're feeling resistance, write it down. Like really search within because you already have all the answers within inside of you. And you can go to as, you know, many people as you like, asking, looking for the answers, but they are always inside of you. Now, the next question is, what do I do naturally? So your body leads and your mind follows. In the past, if I'd been wigging out about a relationship, like, I'm just, I wish you guys could peep into my head sometimes. I just go around and around in circles, over-exaggerate, and it's taken me a lot of practice to actually filter through and act on or say what's going on inside um, but trust your body if you naturally go and give them a cuddle if you naturally go and give them a kiss if you always are wanting to be around them when they're home then that is a very good indication of how you're feeling but if you're feeling like you don't want to be in the same room as them you don't want to sleep in the same bed as them um, you know, you don't ever want to hug them or share an intimate moment with them, then that is a very good indication as well of how you're feeling. Now, another good thing to do is to ask yourself, what are my values? Now, as I said, these might be things, these might be questions that you have never asked yourself before. So please take time to actually sit down and think about it. Like pause this podcast and sit and think about it. What do I value? And if you're not sure what all the values are, Google them. What are values? And so for example, I value kindness, acceptance. I value unconditional love. I value good communication. I value... Uh, intelligence. So I've sat down and really nutted out what I value. And a good thing to do is seeing if your um, values actually align with your partner's values. I think it's really important that you, for a relationship to kind of work seem as seamlessly as possible for two people to have similar values. For example, I've always valued good communication. However, in my past, 
my past partners obviously haven't because it was never something that they held at the forefront of their mind when moving through a relationship with me. So it's really important to actually sit down and think about what your values are and if your partner will see eye to eye with those values because if you have a difference in values then it's going to make being together very hard uh, or more challenging than it would be if you had similar values. Now another good thing to think about is your future. So you can have whatever you want and anyone who tells you that you can't uh, is either lying or they believe that about themselves and are therefore projecting that onto you. So sit down with your journal, write out what do you want and, and don't be conservative either because you can have anything. And you know, we've only got one life and I hate to be, you know, cliche or whatever, but it's actually very serious. And I see so many people living li- living lives for other people, for their partners. They're not living in, you know, the place they want to live in. They're not doing what they want to do. They're very much living their partner's life. So I think moving forward, thinking about what you really want from life and whether the person that you're currently with Uh, supports that or you know you can come to some kind of um, compromise and agreement that you want to tick off each other's goals for the future bucket lists whatever now another thing to do is ask yourself am I being the best version of me in my relationship and the reason why I think it's really important to focus on yourself is I see so many people saying oh my my it annoys me because my partner does this this and this I just wish that my partner would change when in actuality we should be focusing on ourselves we should be focusing on what we can change about us because Firstly, if we are tirelessly working on improving ourselves, our partner is actually going to pick up on that. And in a lot of cases, they will follow suit. I really believe, um, and it's been one of my more recent realizations, that we should set the example in the relationship. So if you want good communication, be a good communicator from the very start. Don't just expect it from other people. Don't place these expectations on your partner that they have to do X, Y, and Z. Set the standard. When I first got into my relationship now, I was quite shameless in the way that I set out the way that I wanted the relationship to go in the way that, you know, I value good communication. I value honesty and transparency. And so I led the way by embodying those things. So I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I work really, really hard to be the best version of me in my relationship. So is that something that you're doing? Now, is that something that your partner is doing? Are they working on themselves? Now, if you guys aren't working on yourselves, then is that something that you can possibly do? Um, I always look at my parents and my dad has always been on this crazy journey, traveling around and doing his thing. Um, and my parents have been on very different paths in life, but they've grown together and they've respected and allowed each other to pursue the life that they want to live. So I think it is possible. It just takes a bit of work. Now, 
Another thing to really think about is what lifestyle do I want? So, you know, lifestyle is a lot of different things. It's the amount that we're working, the amount that we're relaxing, it's what we're eating, it's exercise, it's everything. And I think that's a really important thing to consider moving forward because if you want very different lifestyles, then that's going to present a problem in the relationship and it actually will breed resentment. For example, if your partner is going out, partying all weekend, um, spending your money on things that they shouldn't be then that's a very diff that's a different expectations in lifestyle that you know that's something that you perhaps don't value or a lifestyle that you don't want to live and that's something to really consider do our ideal lifestyles align because if they don't then what are you both working towards in your relationship ultimately we want a lifestyle of balance um, and of you know luxury and if you're not on the same wavelength with that then that's a conversation that I think that you guys really need to have um, or a conversation that you could have now another thing to consider is when am I most happy in my life what are you doing where are you who I you know, who are you around when you are your most happy? Because that will also give you an indication of where your partner, what the role that your partner plays in your happiness. Are they there? Do they allow you room to go and pursue what makes you happy? Um, I think that's a really big question and a really important one because happiness is alt is the goal. It's the way that we want, well, sorry, it's not the goal. It's the way that we want to live. We want to be happy um, live in a state of happiness um, and I think that if your partner is not um, adding value in that way into your life it's something to genuinely think about. Now the last question that I have here is definitely one of my favorites and that's what sets my soul on fire? What lights you up? What makes you burn with passion? Because you know, if your partner's not supportive of that or judges you for that or doesn't take you seriously, you, you and your passion seriously, then that is going to be a point of disparity as well. And it's going to make things very different, difficult if you can't um, navigate your way to, I guess, being, being in your true essence feeling into what inspires you, what lights you up, what sets your soul on fire. For example, my business is what sets my soul on fire and I hope that that, um, I guess, translates through my work. I just love it and um, what I love about my current relationship is that um, there's a mutual understanding that that's something that I commit a lot of time my time to and it's something that I give a lot of my energy to so that's another really good question to ask now you might be wondering wow so many questions and do they really relate back to if there's love in our in my relationship still and I'm here to tell you now this is my belief it may not be yours but I truly believe that love is not enough in a relationship it's really not. 
If you love someone, that's great, but I think these questions and no doubt more questions are really important to ask because they, I guess, will lead you to things such as values, such as what you want in your future, such as, you know, what makes you happy. All of these things will really um, are important for a nourishing life and a happy life. And if your partner does not align with you in those deeper ways then you're going to always be working at you're always going to be working at trying to be a compatible match when and that is exhausting I really think relationships should be easy free flow understanding yes you have to work at it of course but I think if you're working on yourself and you're being the best version of yourself then you will be able to I guess, attract into your life someone or a life that is on that same vibration. And it's sad because when you do work on yourself, you do leave people behind. And that is just part of evolution, the evolution of you, the evolution of your growth. I've left a lot of people behind and it is very sad, but I know what path I'm on and they do too. So when you're thinking about trying to work out how you feel in a relationship in your relationship if you are wondering if you still feel love you probably will feel love but I encourage you to think beyond love I encourage you to think about yourself and put yourself first and always make a decision that is right for you because at the end of the day you are the most important person in your life Well, that was a long podcast, but I hope that it was insightful. I hope that it gave you several new perspectives. I would encourage uh, anyone to listen back to this one with their journal and their pen and just writing everything down and out because it will really help you understand what's going on inside. Anyway, guys, have the most beautiful day and I will be with you again very soon. Thank you so, so, so much for listening to Feminine Empowered, the podcast. If you ever have any questions about anything that you want answered, please feel free to reach out and I will answer via a podcast episode, live stream or direct message. If you loved what you've heard, please subscribe and leave a review so I can keep creating this kind of content. Also, please note that all guidance ever given on this podcast is general, so please use your own discretion when taking on board anything that I've shared. But for now, have a fabulous and beautiful day. Love you guys so much. If you are wanting to explore your spirituality, personal development, and your relationship with love more deeply, I invite you into my world with my arms wide open. I offer online courses, one-to-one experiences, and a membership that is literally transforming the lives of many. You can find me on Instagram at sheisezra and discover more. But for now, beautiful soul, have a wonderful day.